Welcome to The City That Votes, a podcast series from the Chicago Board of Elections, taking behind the polling place curtain for a look and listen at how our election system works in the Windy City. I'm Max Bever, Director of Public Information and your host for the program. This episode, we're discussing a very important message ahead of the November 8th general election. Has your polling place changed? The Chicago Board of Elections has completed the redistricting of the new ward map passed by Chicago City Council this last May, and a process that happens every 10 years after the U.S. Census, as well as following a new state law that directed our agency to consolidate our precincts. This work was required to take place before August 30th, due to petition circulation period for the upcoming 2023 municipal election. This process worked to study and consolidate precincts in all of Chicago's 50 wards for a current total of 1,290 precincts in Chicago, reducing 779 from the previous 2,069 precincts. For comparison, during the last redistricting process in 2012, the Chicago Board of Elections reduced its precincts from 2,570 to that 269 number for a total reduction of 501 precincts. So now, across the whole city, the average number of voters per precinct is now 1,165, with an average number of 26 precincts per ward. It's also important to note that this did not dramatically decrease the number of precinct polling places for the upcoming November 8th general election, as 946 physical polling places will now be serving those 1,290 precincts. So for this episode, I'm speaking with Chris Turner, assistant supervisor of our polling places department. Chris is one of the many people on our staff who go into our city and find to confirm our polling places for each election. Chris, thanks for joining me on the podcast. All right. Thank you for having me, Max. Appreciate it. So I know your team is really busy right now getting everything in place ahead of November 8th. Uh, What's the status of precinct polling assignments at this point? I'm pleased to say that all precincts have been assigned and that there are polling places for each of the precincts in the city of Chicago. So that's good news. That's something that hasn't happened in the last three election cycles here in the city coming out of the pandemic, right? Yes. Unfortunately, the pandemic caused a lot of unforeseen challenges that we weren't really prepared to face at the time. So we're really excited that we were able to get back to normal and have a poll in place for each one of those precincts again. As part of this recent redistricting, though, and the changes of ward lines, the changes from this precinct consolidation, it's looking like half of Chicago's voters might have a different polling place for Election Day? Yeah, you can expect that uh, there are going to be quite a few uh, voters that are going to find themselves at a new polling place this time, like you said, because of the uh, redistricting that uh, took place because of the census. So, yes, uh, there will be some polling place changes for a lot of the uh, voters in the city. And your department is also putting up signs at former locations, letting people know or directing them to their new polling place? Yes, that's a standard practice for us. Uh, Each election, we always go out to a former location and make sure that we place some signage there, uh, directing voters the new location to go to on election day if they haven't received the, the mail from our office. So what's a way that voters can check their uh, information ahead of time, too? They're able to go to the uh, ChicagoElections.gov website, or they can actually call the polling place department uh, directly, and our staff is prepared to uh, assist them in finding their uh, their polling place. And what is that number? That number is 312-269-7976. So, Chris, this is a question that comes up when I'm talking to folks, too. What's the difference between a precinct and a polling place? So if the board's reducing precincts, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're reducing polling places? Correct. So the difference is is that the 
city of Chicago currently has uh, 1,290 precincts. Now, the precincts can be housed in a single polling place. So, for instance, two precincts may go to one physical location in order to vote out of. And that's something that's happening in a few different locations ahead of November 8th as well. I see some of the schools, some of the parks are doubling up, tripling up still. Yeah, and historically we've done that as well. We've had that happen even prior to the pandemic where two, three precincts would be housed in one physical location. So that hasn't uh, changed much even with the, uh, the pandemic. But moving forward, I know that wherever possible, the board tries to have one precinct per polling place, right? Ideally, if we can do that, uh, that's our preference, but sometimes just geographically, it presents uh, some challenges. And then there are sometimes requests that we receive from different organizations that actually ask us to house more than one precinct at a physical location, just because some voters may be more familiar with going to a location. We did see that with this redistricting project where we received some requests to uh, place more than one precinct in the same location just because voters were more familiar with going to a certain place historically. I got it. So it's like a, a school might be more recognizable for voters around the area than maybe, you know, like a storefront down the street. Exactly. Some of those uh, voters have been going to some of these locations for many, many years. And we do take a look at that information. And if those locations are, you know, accessible, then we do our best to accommodate those requests. So I just also want to be crystal clear for our listeners, too. What we're discussing right now are changes related to precinct polling places on Election Day. These changes aren't affecting anything related to early voting or vote by mail as people's voting options too, right? No, not at all. Those options remain the same as they have been in the past. So taking a look at the June 28th primary election, now coming into November 8th general election, as I understand it, you know, the biggest issue that we faced uh, in this last primary was an election judge shortage. Yes, there was a lot of last minute cancellations. Uh, Some judges just did not show up on election day, and that presented a lot of challenges for our office. So I think that what we're going to see here with this consolidation of precincts because of the redistricting will actually have more judges at the polling places to be able to better serve the voters in the city. Uh, It sounds like more good news. And I've got the numbers in front of me, but it looks like last election we needed a target number of judges that was 10,345, so nearly 11,000. But with 1,290 total new precincts, looks like our target number is now 6,450. So we're looking to better staff or maybe overstaff polling places moving forward. Right. So you'll see roughly five judges at uh, each precinct now going forward, which is going to be able to let us serve each of those precincts more efficiently. So Chris, I know a lot of things have changed for your team in securing polling places over the past few elections, especially during the pandemic. Can you speak a bit to those challenges? When the pandemic first started, we had a lot of uh, senior facilities and residences that we used to use historically. They just weren't comfortable with allowing the public to come into those buildings anymore and use them as polling places. So unfortunately, at the start of the pandemic, we saw a lot of those locations that we were using historically, they withdrew from our portfolio just because their comfort level wasn't there, understandably. So what we're seeing now 
uh, that we're kind of coming out of the pandemic is that those locations are beginning to come back online. So that's really helping us out. But it was a huge blow to us initially just having those locations that we've depended on for years uh, just not be available to us just because of the worries over the pandemic. I, I saw that on the list that there, you know, some of the changes ahead of November was more residential buildings, more of those uh, senior housing centers. So that's nice to see, especially now, you know, that there's been a lot of transition towards public buildings uh, over the last couple of years. Um, Chris, I want to just mention this quickly, because I know that this can be somewhat of a complicated issue, especially in the way that the board has to report this information. But as I can see from this list, you know, majority of these sites aren't necessarily ADA compliant. Are Most of them are still usable with people from disabilities? Yes, the ADA compliance is a little bit of a nuanced issue here. But essentially what is going on is that when you look at our portfolio, by and large, many of our locations do not have steps, which is one of the largest barriers to uh, people that have mobility impairments. Now, there are other impairments besides, you know, mobility impairments, but again, steps is kind of what we've really been focusing on just making sure that people are able to actually get into these locations and not have to go either up or down steps in order to get to their polling place. Got it. So uh, if a person with disabilities has a question about a certain precinct polling place for election day, they can give your department a call? Yes. Yes, they can. They can call us directly. Uh, We have more information uh, available in our system that wouldn't be shown uh, reflected properly on our list. We're in the process of uh, working on getting that a little bit cleaner. Mm -hmm. Uh, right now. But again, the polling places that we have in place now in the city of Chicago, there may be some obstacles in them, but by and large, uh, steps are not going to be encountered when uh, voters go to a polling place. And can you share that polling place phone number one more time? It is 312-269-7976. Chris, I've got one more question before we wrap up. In your mind, what's, what's an ideal precinct polling place in Chicago look like? An ideal polling place for us is a location that's centrally located in the precinct so that all voters can converge to the center rather than have to travel to one corner or another of the precinct. Uh, Like I mentioned a moment ago, we're trying to avoid locations that have steps, uh, so something that would be ground level accessible. In locations that do have steps, what we're on the lookout for are facilities that have an alternate way to gain access to that area that we will be using for voting in the location. Mm -hmm. So something with a chairlift or an elevator or even a ramp uh, where possible. And as I mentioned earlier, we are in the process of bringing back online more senior facilities and residences that we've used in the past. So those are locations that we'd like to continue to see come back into our portfolio because those are more easily recognizable locations in the community that people know and that feel com- they feel comfortable going to. And senior citizens have to travel less because they're just traveling across the room or downstairs, right? Exactly. So it, it works out, I think, a lot better for all parties involved if we use locations like that because then we know that we're making sure to service those uh, individuals in particular and again the people that are outside of that residence it would be some place that they would be able to come to and go into that polling facility with no problem and have no issues getting to that room to go and vote. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me Chris I think this is great information and know that you're busy so uh, best of luck heading into November 8th. Great thanks for having me Max. Thanks again to Chris for joining us this episode. Early voting in all 50 wards of Chicago begins on Monday, October 24th at 9 a.m. 
Please go to our website at chicagoelections.gov to learn more about your options to early vote. You also have until November 3rd, end of day, to apply to vote by mail for the upcoming November 8th general election. Thank you for listening to The City That Votes from the Chicago Board of Elections. Please follow us on social media. We are at Chicago Election on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And leave us a review when you've got the time, or contact me at communications at chicagoelections.gov. And let me know what you might want to hear and know more about behind the scenes at the Chicago Board of Elections. Until next time, I'm Max Bever, Director of Public Information, and thank you for listening.